Hello and welcome. I'm Wes. I use he, him, they pronouns, and this is the Snatch Podcast. The Snatch Podcast is intended to entertain and educate the community on issues and topics resolving around HIV and people living with HIV. Our goal is to normalize talking about HIV, educate in the areas of HIV care and prevention, as well as empower those living with HIV that there is life after a diagnosis. Everyone at Vibin Health is committed to preventing the spread of HIV and getting those living with HIV the correct care. Today, we're talking about art of pause and people. So what is that? This is a two-parter. First, let's unpack what is pause. What does it stand for? And then we can explain what art of pause and people is. So pause stands for pets are wonderful support. It's a program brand by Vivent Health and supports the animals of those living with HIV. Now, what does that exactly mean? We offer food and veterinary care assistance for our patients and clients' pets, as well as comprehensive, integrated prevention, care, and treatment for all those we serve, designed specifically to ensure that those living with HIV do not have to choose between their medications and caring for their animal. I know from my personal experience as a cat person that having my animals around does wonders for my mental state. Affording HIV medication can be expensive and draining to navigate. We know that Vivent Health has programs that are designed to offer aid and services to those living with HIV. You can learn more about those services if you reference our first and second podcast episodes or visit our website at www.viventhealth.org. There's also a link to our website in the podcast description. So now that we've established what PAUSE is, we can dig into what Art of PAUSE and PEOPLE is. This event is a fundraiser that benefits the PAUSE program directly. This is Vivant Health's 17th year holding this fundraiser. This is, however, the first year that the program is expanded to PAUSE and PEOPLE. I want to talk a little bit more about that change and how we will better be impacting the St. Louis area. In order to do that, I have a few special guests today, so we're going to jump right in and chat with our first guest. My first guest is community member Todd Allen. Todd has been active in the PAUSE program for several years and is heavily involved with Pride St. Louis. Welcome, Todd. Thanks for having me, Wes. Thank you. No problem. No problem. So, Todd, exactly how many years have you been working with the PAUSE program? Around the program for the late 90s, but I did my first event when uh, St. Louis Center for AIDS first took over the PAUSE program in 2000. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool. And then, I mean, I've known you for years. Um, We see each other around um, often at different events and things that we're organizing for the community. What what do you do? What do you do for work? Uh, As little as possible. (laughs) For the most part, I I do volunteer work. Um, I uh, I do run a food truck here in St. Louis, the Fire and Ice Cream Truck. It's a 1946 restored fire truck turned ice cream truck. Okay, so you do that. You do a lot of outreach work, a lot of community involvement and engagement, which is awesome. So you volunteer with Vivant Health, obviously. You volunteer with Pride St. Louis. Are there any other organizations that you're involved with or that are near and dear to your heart? I help out with a lot of stuff. Uh, I've been the director of corporate sponsorships and VIP experience for Pride St. Louis for about 10 years. Created my first fundraiser for PAWS in 2000, as I mentioned, uh, as part of the grand opening of Hauska's Gallery in the Central West End. I had already met some of the people that were part of the PAWS program and had founded the PAWS program, like Michael Mullen, uh, and that's what kind of got me interested in it. And then in 2004, I founded Cocktails for Life, which was meant to be the drinking version of Dining Out for Life. Sure, yeah. Uh, and then in 2000, we changed the name to Thirst for Life. We had our first kickoff party, which is now what we know as Art of Pause and People. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's cool. It's a, one way to like have a fundraiser to support another fundraiser. That's kind of how it worked <laughs> out. Yeah, no, it's awesome. 
Let's talking about this year when it comes to Art of Pause. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about like how it went from Art of Pause to now the new name of Art of Pause and People. What is your involvement with this year's Art of Pause and People? Well, I've always been heavily involved in putting it together, especially in the early years. They've asked me to come on board and you know, kind of produce the event. Very cool. Um, we definitely appreciate it. You know, it's an important event, and I think it's an event that the community really, really loves. We appreciate you stepping in and helping out. Speaking of this year's event, do you have any specific goals for this year's event? My main goal is not to lose my mind trying to produce this event. <laughs> so goals from um, in years past, you know, do you have a record of how many artists submitted work for it in years past? And, are, you know, where are we similar? It is very similar. We have around 50 artists that donate pieces of work. Uh, most of them are similar size paintings, but they're everything from sculptures to jewelry to three-dimensional objects. There's an amazing lamp. That I know. <laughs> laser cut with hundreds and hundreds of individual pieces. It's crazy. It looks not crazy. It looks fantastic. Um, yeah, no, I've definitely gotten to get a sneak peek at some of the artwork for this year's event, and it's very, very cool. I got to know, what keeps you so loyal to volunteer for this organization and this cause? What imprinted on you that you were like, this is very, very important to me? Similar common goal with Vivint as an organization is the people in the program. So all the people that need the help. case of the pause program, I can't imagine having to choose between paying my rent or my utility bill or giving up my beloved dog or cat. So that's motivated because I'm a big animal lover and come from a a big family of animal lovers. So I think it's important that we make sure that pets and people are better together as our presenting sponsor, Perino. Yeah. Logo says. (laughs) Perfect. Yes. I really appreciate that too, because I think it really takes the vibrant mission of like a world without AIDS, you know, but also like Lee and I have kind of, and I know you know Lee under a different name of Jordan, but Lee and I have kind of come to the realization that Really, in my opinion, Vivin's goal is to be able to tell anybody who's living with HIV, yes, I can help you. So this pause program, I think, is very cool because we often, when we're caring for people and we're giving them you know, care in the HIV world, we don't think about like other factors in their life that would improve their life. You know, And having a pet as a support animal, that's life-changing to be able to have that and, to, and have to make the decision to not have that animal in your life and still be going through the things that you're going through. It's like not ideal. So definitely very, very cool. And that is, you know, the main component of the PAUSE program is, especially back when it was founded back in 1990, stigma was much worse. Yeah. And sometimes the love and affection of their pet was the only love and affection they saw yeah. on a daily basis, you know, because of the stigma in their work or in their family or just in the community. Yeah, no, I definitely understand that. Um, so obviously it's safe to say that you um, would like to continue your work with the PAUSE program. Yeah, so that's, again, another one of the goals for this year is to let Vivent, from a corporate standpoint, um, see the importance of this this event and the pause program in our community events like this that people really like attach to and like really f- like imprint on them and they're like what they feel a part of the work so yeah, i think is, it's i call this a friend raiser as much as a fundraiser absolutely it brings people to the organization of Vivent, and they get to see all the great amazing things that they do yeah absolutely there are some um, new additions to um, this year's art of pausing people so what's the one new addition that you're most excited about to um, introduce as most people know uh, earlier this year the community lost one of uh, its lifelong champions when st louis everfraid's co-founder uh, passed away uh, to recognize daniel flyer's spirit and passion for the hiv community vivant is creating the daniel flyer vivant champion award uh, the plans to be awarded annually uh, to deserving member, deserving member of the community. Uh, Daniel, of course, will be recognized as the first recipient of the award at Art of Paws and People, uh, and his husband, Drew, will be on hand to accept the award on his behalf. So I'm really excited about honoring someone that has such a long-time legacy within this organization uh, and the community as a whole. 
Absolutely. And the work just that they've done for the community and, you know, a world without AIDS period, an exciting addition to this year's event. So very cool. Outside of like cash money in hand, what is something that this event needs um, that could like for next year, let's say that would like, we really love more support in this area. There's always room to grow. I think in the last couple of years, you know, we've been off for two years because of COVID. Sure. I think we pretty much, you know, have been on, on point with what, what we've been doing. And so again, there's always room to grow and make it bigger we're in a good place. Awesome. That's amazing to hear. Okay, so this is just a random question because our podcast is designed to educate people in the ways of HIV care, prevention, all that stuff. Um, so I got a question for you. Currently, there are so many things that people are either not fully educated on or refuse to face facts on. What's something that pertains to HIV care and prevention that you wish everybody agreed on, respected, and embraced? I think two things. Stigma, which we touched on before. Uh, it still keeps many people from getting tested. Uh, they don't want to know what their status is. And then also, I think with PrEP and other drug regimens that people can take, I think some a lot of young people feel like they're impervious to anything and yeah. that they don't have to worry about anything. And while PrEP may keep you from getting HIV, it certainly doesn't keep you from getting other STDs. It's a shame, but some people just think, you know, nothing can happen to them as long as they take the drugs. Right, 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 right. Yeah, for me, it's my wish is that um, everyone who's not living with HIV would trust the science and medication, you know, speaking of art and, and or prep behind HIV contraction and not get attached to the stigma around being sexually active with someone who's living with HIV, meaning that they would then contract HIV. So I just want to get that education out there and get everybody on the same page. So when we say things like you equals you or I'm undetectable or yes, I know my status, what's yours, like just getting comfortable with those conversations. So. So you've been involved with this program for years, and you really are a champion and a cheerleader for this organization. Um, and here at Vivant Health, we don't use the term champion lightly. We refer to our employees as champions because of their dedication and passion as we work to a world without AIDS. The biggest thing I want to point out today is what you do for our deposit and people, um, and you're not even an employee. People dedicate themselves so selfishly and passionately, and we greatly appreciate the support here at Vivant Health. So on behalf of Ivan Health and the team, we thank you for your continued support and passion around our organization and PAUSE program specifically. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. We look forward to this year's Art of PAUSE and People on November 12th. It'll be held at the Gatsby Ballroom. That address is 1014 Locust Street, St. Louis, Missouri. Check out the podcast links in the description, or you can go to viventhealth.org slash get involved and click the links to Art of PAUSE and People. Todd, on this podcast, we like to play a little bit of trivia when we have our guests on just to kind of, one, help with stigma, but also just to help make sure everybody's on the same page. You cool with playing a short lightning round with me? Absolutely. All right. All right, Todd. So question number one. Vivant Health St. Louis merged with St. Louis Effort for AIDS a few years ago officially. But what I want to know is what year was EFA founded in St. Louis? I believe 1985. Okay, so you are correct. So we did some work on that. So December of 1985, literally days before January 1986. So that is why it does read 86 in some documents, but 85 in others. But you are correct. Okay, so this year's Art of Pause and People, what is the venue name and location? It's at 1014 Locust in the Gatsby Ballroom. It's like the Alvern is the name of the apartment building. Perfect. Yes. How much is one ticket to this year's Art of Pausing People? It is $60, which includes uh, the open bars and food and DJs and all the entertainment. 
once you bought your ticket, you're in. You're not required to bid on anything or do anything else. You can just be a part of the event and know that you support it, right? Absolutely. All right, cool. All right, last question is, how many art pieces are included in this year's Art of Pausing People? And I will let you give me a round number because I know I saw you um, bringing things in today when you came in for your interview. We get things up to the very last minute. Um, Typically, there's around 50 items of art and about 30. We get gift baskets and concert tickets and uh, STL City SC tickets this year. Uh, So all kinds of fun stuff outside of the artwork as well. Very nice. Very nice. I very much appreciate you taking the time. I know you're very busy and I know Art of Pause and People is coming up. So Todd, before you get out of here, um, what's the one thing we got to remember? Knowing your status is sexy. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Todd, for your time. Um, Have a great rest of your day and uh, we'll see you at Art of Pause on November 12th. Great. Thank you. So now that we know a little bit more about the event and how it helps the St. Louis community, we can talk a little bit about how funding and donations make an impact at Vivant Health. Here to shed some more light on that is Madison, who is our development associate here in St. Louis. Everyone, please welcome Madison. Hello, everyone. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me on, Wes. Yeah, Madison, I know that you are super busy getting ready for Art of Pause and People, so I won't take up much of your time. I'm curious because you're new to the company and this is your first Art of Pause and People. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Where did you come from? I'm proud to say I'm a brand new champion. Um, I guess not brand new anymore. I started here in the summer, but it's only been a couple of months uh, since that transition happened. I have to say, though, the connections I've made here really make it feel like it should have taken a lot longer to cultivate them. Um, Everyone I interact with here is so lovely and warm and welcoming. Yeah, and everybody's uh, here, so they're just definitely willing to help out and make it happen. So where were you before you um, came to Vibe in Health? I've got quite a journey. This is my first paid position in philanthropy at a nonprofit, anything like that. Um, I spent some years interning and volunteering at various organizations, both nationally and locally, while I was in college. I took a break for a little bit so that I could jump into, honestly, a more lucrative career right. um, in tech marketing. Yeah. It was a wonderful company that I worked for, but the position really wasn't for me. Luckily, I was able to turn towards more of an internal development position with them. So I worked with engineers, making sure that they had all the resources that they need, worked on professional development. This is also where my skills in event planning, research management, mass communication, that kind of thing, I really got to uh, pull those out and let those shine there. Um, So making this jump was really next logical step. It's really kind of taking skills that I had before and moving towards a more philanthropic scope, I guess. I mean, who doesn't want to be rich and make a ton of money? But it also, at the same time, there's something to be said for going to work and actually the work you're doing, like impacting people's lives for the better. So you have to know that has to feel good, right? Yes, absolutely. There's definitely um, a a portion of that decision making that went towards that. Question for you. So, I mean, there's a ton of people who work here at Vivant Health. Everybody has a reason and it's not for the money. I mean, obviously it pays our bills um, and I'm not suggesting that any of us are poor, but, um, you know, it's, 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 it's a nonprofit field. What drives you to work in, in HIV prevention, care and treatment? That's all really hard to put my finger on. Uh, the best way I can say it is that working here gives me that capital S, capital E, something else. Like I said before, I was really happy what, doing what I was doing, working in the tech field. Um, the company I, I was with was was really wonderful. Um, and I really wasn't looking necessarily to make this move. Uh, but then I had one of the HR professionals here reach out to me. And after I heard about what we do here, I just couldn't say no. Yeah, I was truly blown away by the level of care, the unfettered access, and the community this organization provides. 
I just felt completely drawn here. And knowing that I got to use the skills that I have to grow as a professional and a person, do that all while I make a positive impact on others. I mean, come on. It's a win-win. There's really no downside. Yeah, I I think I remember in my interview, I think towards the end of it, I just looked at the people interviewing me and I said, I would really like this job and I think you should give me this job. (laughs) That's that's exactly how I felt. I was... yeah. Like after hearing the scope of work and the type of things we were doing and the community involvement, and I lived in St. Louis my whole life, and I'm active in the LGBTQIA plus community, it just makes sense for me to be here. And once I learned more about scope of work and the types of things that I'd be doing, because I'm a creative soul as well too, event planning, all of that stuff. I worked in retail for years, but like being able to do a podcast and like digital content sounds kind of like a dream. So I get that for sure. This year is your first Art of Pause and People with us here in St. Louis. Are you nervous? I feel like I should say yes here because that's what people expect me to say. But honestly, no, I'm not. Um, I do have a lot of experience in event planning and organizing and and hosting and things like that. So that part is kind of under the belt. You know, I I feel feel good and confident about that. Mostly, I'm just excited. Everyone who I talk to about this event is so happy we're going to be back in person. They're really excited that we're doing it. All of the artists that I get to meet um, whenever they're dropping off their art here in the clinic has everyone... This, the passion around it is is remarkable. It's so, wild how, like, and it's, I don't know how else to describe how people, like, in the community feel about Art of Pause because it was such a grassroots movement and event when it started, and now it's, like, people, they want it. They look forward to it. It's on their calendar, you know, yearly that they're going to go to it. They just need to know what it is. So I think it's going to be a very successful ex- event. I'm excited for you. Yeah, I'm really excited to be a part of it. So, Madison, how many pieces of art should we be expecting at this year's Art of Pause and People? Yeah, let's do some math. Uh, we have over 50 artists, and uh, they've all donated at least one piece. So we have over 50 that are going to be available at the event. Uh, if you're interested in seeing some of them ahead of time, you can. Uh, we've got some sneak peek featured on the Art of Pause and People Facebook event page, and also they'll be coming soon to the Vibrant Health social media sites as well. I'm sure that those in the show notes. Yeah, absolutely. I'll link those. All right, Madison, so I have a ticket. I'm coming. It's my first year. What should I expect from this event? Is it structured? Are there activities that happen like on a schedule or is it more of just like a meet and greet, hang out, see people? What should I expect? Yeah, uh, so I'm sure that you know we're hosting it at the Gatsby Ballroom this year. It's um, on Locust Street uh, right here near the clinic. Um, There's Public parking for convenience as well as street parking. Perfect. That's something that uh, that you're worried about. I know I always am whenever I'm looking to attend events. Um, the event starts at 7 p.m., but it will open doors at 6.30 to allow for registration. Uh, food and drinks and entertainment will be available throughout the event. We'll have a live um, a live DJ. Awesome. Well, uh, there's really no timeline. You can expect to, to hang out with your friends, enjoy, as you said, the cocktails, the, uh, the hors d'oeuvres, mingling. Um, bidding on the amazing artwork that we have available. Uh, that bidding will stop at 9.30, and the event itself will end at 10. Um, I do just want to make a quick note on bidding, though. It is it is a hybrid event. Okay. So you don't have to be there to participate in, in that portion of it. Um, it'll be, you can buy your tickets just like you would if you were planning to show up. Um, it's all through the same system, so th- you can bid from home on the same website that you got your tickets through. Oh, so if I'm out of town or not feeling amazing, I can still buy a ticket and go and bid on all this artwork and still support the event from the comfort of my couch? That's exactly correct. Oh, and I don't have to get dressed up. 
Right. <laughs> and also because we get to um, do it all online, we get to open the bidding a little bit early. So you'll see the bidding open a few days prior to the event if that's something that you're interested in too. You know, you're waiting in line awesome. to get your Starbucks on Wednesday morning and you want to take a peek at the art that we have available. Good. It'll be ready for you. Awesome. That's exciting. That's very cool. So you don't have to be local or in town to be able to support that event. Yeah, absolutely. That's very and, cool. And um, if you have your tickets all set up, you'll just need to keep an eye out on your phone for an email or a text notification, depending on what you signed up for. And um, then you'll get the link right on your phone from, from our system there. Um, so speaking of fundraising, it's St. Louis and we got to know, is the money staying in St. Louis for people in our market or is it going to Vivant Health as a whole and being redistributed to all the Vivant Health locations? I'm really glad that you asked that. Yeah, it's really important to us at Vivant Health to be able to ensure that the money that's raised in cities stays locally in those cities. Um, so the answer is yeah, yeah, it'll stay here. That's awesome. I love that. I, I mean, I have no problem raising money for a good cause, but it always feels better when I know that somebody living in my city, in my zip code, is going to be impacted by that money. So we appreciate that for sure. Art of Positive People, it's an event. So let's talk about this food. I see that the tickets include hors d'oeuvres and cocktails. Do we know what's on the menu? Do we need to get there early to make sure we get all the good stuff? Or are we going to be taken care of all night? We're really excited about our selection offering. We're going to keep it a surprise uh, for now. But I will say, as per tradition, we're going to have our craft cocktail contest during the event. Um, there will be three talented bartenders that will be competing to win the hearts of our guests. You'll be able to show your support by tipping accordingly. And then at the end of the night, all the proceeds will go towards the funds raised. Awesome. So like another little added value fundraiser for the evening. Let's say I buy a ticket to Art Deposit and people I've never been before. Um, what should I expect? I'm sure you're all aware that we're hosting the, this year's event at the Gatsby Ballroom on uh, 1014 Locust Street. Doors open at 6.30. Our event will start officially at 7 p.m. We'll have food, drinks, and entertainment available throughout the night. There's not exactly a real timeline. You can expect to spend your time there enjoying the libations, mingling, bidding on the amazing works that we have. Have those available till about 9.30 whenever bidding will stop, and then we'll wrap up the event at 10. Cool. Okay. So more of a, um, you know, cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, mingling, go with some friends, participate in the craft cocktail voting, bid on some artwork, have a great night. Yeah, it's really, the night itself is about creating community and the opportunity to, to make connections and enjoy the, the people that um, you love most. Will some of the artists be there that evening that, that people could potentially meet? It is tradition that have those folks there. That way we can have Valeria to answer questions. They can mingle with the, with the guests. Explain the artwork, talk right. about why it's important to them, why they donated it. Yeah. Right. Very cool. In future years, speaking of artists, maybe somebody listening to this podcast might be an artist here in St. Louis and be interested in getting involved. How should they, how should they go about getting involved? Yeah, um, so we've always reached out to the artists that we want to be involved in this event. Uh, we make those choices based on various things like previous participation, popularity in the community, their specific interests, which is obviously very important, um, and uh, some other factors. But I want to pause here and take this opportunity to say just how important the artists are to us in this uh, for this event. They spend so much time pouring their heart and talent into these pieces that go up for auction for us. And potentially it's silly for me to say we couldn't do this without them because that seems really obvious, but it's more than that. They really create the foundation of this event. It's about connecting with the community and using the talents that you have in order to build something better. They really are what makes that possible. Um, it's what makes the event so special to us, and we really give them 
a lot, a lot of things. If you're an artist that's listening and you want to be involved, uh, you can absolutely reach out to me personally. We're always looking for more artists to consider. Okay. I can drop your contact information of how you'd like to be contacted about future art of pause in the link section of it here too. So then that way if someone's listening and interested, then they can get a hold of you. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. Perfect. All right, Madison. So I know it's your first year, but you know, when you're on a planning committee for something, you um you end up inevitably thinking about your next event while you're planning this one. So do you have any goals or ambitions for um, next year's Art of Pause and People that you could share with us? You know what? I just have to say that it being my first year and with all the excitement and passion around this event, I am just going to try to go and experience it. Um, I really just want to take it all in, see what it's all about, and really use those insights to figure out how we can progress forward and really make this event um, as meaningful as possible in, in years to come. Awesome. So not opposed to growth, but at the same time, we're still doing something really cool and should, you know, as long as we keep doing what we're doing and add a little tidbits, it'll be a great event. Yeah, absolutely. We really are just excited and um, grateful to be able to provide this event for our community, for to, to host it, to be able to um, raise money for, for our funds and for the folks that we serve here. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. What you're doing is really appreciated and meaningful. I hope you know the impact that your position has on our St. Louis community, and we're looking forward to a successful Art of Pause and People this year. Thank you, Madison. Thank you so much, Wes. It was lovely to be on. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to the Snatch Podcast. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button and tell your friends. Take a moment to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Vivant Health Prevention STL. If you're feeling inspired about the work that Vivant Health is doing, you can go to viventhealth.org and hit the blue Donate Now button to ensure that these programs stay funded and the community is getting the care that they need. Until next time, remember, knowing your status is sexy. Sexy.